you know, I'm going to start with an unusual opening statement. Um, I, I just first off want to give a shout out to Liberty because Liberty and Coastal Carolina, they put this game together. Uh, it was scheduled, you know, at the beginning of the season, but it's a kudos to them that they got college game day to come to Coastal Carolina for a great game between two great schools. And Liberty, unfortunately, wasn't able to play the game. It's very sad that this late in the season for two great teams that are having great seasons for one of them not to be able to play. And one of the things that was really cool is like maybe – 7.15 this morning, I got a phone call from the athletic director at uh, Liberty, uh, Ian McCaw. And he is thanking, or not thanking, but congratulating BYU on the opportunity to play in the game and wishing us good luck. And I just think in this year of college football, that's topsy-turvy, upside down, a little crazy here and there, that there's still really a lot of great people out there in college athletics that not only work hard for their teams, but kind of behind the scenes, um, just gracious um, sportsmanship, class, and shout out to Liberty and Ian McCall. Or Ian McCall. Thanks, Tom. Let's go ahead and take some questions from Norma Gonzalez and then Jared Lloyd. We'll go for that. Hey, Tom, so by this point, we're kind of familiar with you scraping up games on a whim's notice, but can you sort of break down the sort of like the schedule when the conversation started, when it started getting serious, because we know Liberty was kind of waiting for more test results. And when it came official, just sort of break down the whole situation for us. Sure, Norma, we, we got wind of um, Liberty possibly having trouble with their COVID situation. Uh, it was pretty much out there, but just whether or not they were going to be able to play. And so like most of the games that we'll find, um, you just try to, we've pursued a lot. You try to get on the other end and it was going to be a, a little bit of time. So I went to the coaches first and made them aware of this game. And I had made them aware of some other games the day before that were just literally out possibilities. And, and that's kind of how you have to do it. And I'm grateful to our coaches. They've watched a lot of film this week of a lot of different teams thinking this might be the team we play and you're guessing, but you're guessing based on some little clues. And then, um, you know, yesterday as the day wore on, it's good to have a great partner in ESPN who you know makes the call. I, I had a friend, that called me and said, hey, look, it, I think this is, you should start looking at Coastal real seriously. And so um, shortly we started on that and then ESPN called and said, hey, would you wanna do this? Can you do this? Can you do it? And I, here's where it comes to the coaches and the players. I knew these guys were ready. Uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago and, and before this week, last week I said, Kalani, it's kind of like, um, you know, when there's a, a married couple about ready to have a baby and you have your bags packed by the door, <laughs> that's how it's going to be. Maybe you might have to pick up your bag and, and go. And it's, it didn't come. It's not that bad, but um, it, they were great. Kalani and his staff and the, the players, they wanted to play. They were just waiting, waiting, waiting. And then uh, ESPN kind of said, Hey, you can fill this game. And thanks to the Sunbelt Conference and to Coastal Carolina, who said, let's go. 
you know, they, they didn't have to play that game. No way they had to play that game. It's, it's, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of struggles and trials to try to put together a game like that. And it, we couldn't have done it without them. And I've said this all along, all season long. It takes two to tango. And we're just grateful that the Sun Belt and Coastal said, yes, let's go. Tom, you've been working over the last months, of course, but specifically over the last month, and there's been lots of rumors of games, and I'm sure you've been reaching out to a lot of teams. What's that been like for you? And then what was it like to have one actually come to fruition and be able to get an extra game at this point? I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to express. I just, I just kind of got grounded kind of because of our team. Um, I feel that like early in the season, I just knew that this team had something going. They could really be special and who knew, and it's just kind of been fun watching them that as they go and play this, they're having fun. I mean, it's not all fun and games. We've had some injuries. We've had some COVID uh, virus guys, we've had a lot of, we've had some difficulties, but they've just had so much fun. So it's like, I try to stay grounded just to plug into those dudes, plug into the coaches and go, what do we got? What do we got? And they keep, they just keep feeding me. Let's play, let's play, get us another game. Come on, let's go. And it's like, they're pushing me to go get the games. And so I just, I just keep my, it's like my job is to, try to see what's out there. And, and look, I don't do this by myself. We've got a lot of people that are, are trying to get games and they're just trying to get games and they're helping and helping. There's, <laughs> you know, I get a lot of help from Cougar nation. They, they know where all the games are. <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, it just kind of, it's just kind of motivation from the players and the coaches. Thanks, Tom. Let's take a question from Dave, uh, Damian Sordelet, who is a uh, beat writer for Liberty. Thanks for joining us, Damian. And then let's take a question from Heather Dinich, Chris Vanini, and Ralph Russo. Thank you, Jenny. Uh, Tom, you said you mentioned that when got started picking up about uh, the test at Liberty, and we here in Lynchburg found out around Wednesday morning. Did you have any advance? notice about that and uh, with your prior relationship with Liberty being a fellow independent uh, and you know how flexible the scheduling is uh, how much did you start contemplating you know hey Liberty may not be able to go let's look at coastal with college game day and potentially getting on an ESPN network yeah that's pretty much how it worked is that we probably didn't know much earlier than you did Um, we I don't know exactly when it broke there but there were there was word out on wednesday for sure that there may be and look there's usually like in past weeks in the pac 12 who actually is one of the places that you're going to could play games you might you might know so we were preparing for games this week um in the pac 12 based on kind of how their last week rolled over and so that's that's kind of how it went with liberty and and espn had worked probably, you know, those are games. They're trying to get games on TV. They had a big time game with game day and they wanted to fill it. And so we're, we're flexible so we can do that.
Um, I think it's my turn. <laughs> it's Heather from ESPN. Um, what was your personal reaction to the selection committee's ranking each of the past two weeks, and how much can this game help you, or do you hope it helps you in their eyes? You know, Heather, I, I just kind of stayed, try to stay calm. It's just like there's things that are out of our control, and and I, I've been on the NCAA men's basketball committee, so I get it. I, I know how it works a little bit better. It's not the football committee, but I, I understand the intricacies of that. And so I think that I just tried to stay calm and know that we still have time. And you, you have time. Everybody watches the rankings, whether it's uh, whatever sport it is. And you watch and you want to climb and you want to climb. And it wasn't where we maybe expected based on the other polls, but I think – the key here in our building was stay calm. We got another, we have one more game and we can control that game. We can control the San Diego state game. We might not play well, but we, we at least get the opportunity to control that. And if we can get a couple other games, then we'll have a couple more opportunities. And Heather, that's all this is, is an opportunity for our kids to play. And so that's kind of what it was. I, there's no sense in, I can't do anything. No one can do anything. You just got to, Keep playing. Tom, kind of along those lines, um, what did you make of some of the insinuations that maybe you guys were uh, scared to play somebody or anything like that? Remain calm. Same thing. I can't control what people are going to think. You just, I have a team that uh, really wants to play. I know our team. I don't know all those other people. I don't, I don't know who they are. They're just people. Uh, but I know our team and I know our team said, let's go. And it's evidenced by yesterday when it was Wednesday and we said, let's go. And we, you know, we didn't find out till this morning, but we were, we were gone yesterday, whether we sent our truck out on the road and if it had to turn around, come back, turn around, come back, but we're not going to miss a game because we don't have our equipment. Um, that's how our guys just wanted to do it. They pushed me. Like I said, they pushed me. Hey, Tom, uh, Ralph Russo here. I was a little surprised that you weren't on the truck, quite frankly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have a seat for me. I don't have that class of driver's license. <laughs> so I just want to dig down a little bit into the timeline. You said that you said the truck, you sent the truck yesterday. Uh, Ian McCaw had said that he had given um, Coastal a little bit of a heads up on Monday that, hey, you know, maybe we're having some, but you didn't hear, hear anything about this. And I had talked to Kurt Dargis at uh, ESPN too, and he said he, he gave a call yesterday. You hadn't had any kind of machinations or, or inkling of this between Monday and Wednesday? No. Wednesday, mor Wednesday morning, I have a friend that said something about keep an eye on Coastal. And that was like, that's good. I mean, it's not good, but that's a lead. I hear you. It's just a lead. And that Wednesday was the first that we felt like that might be ready to happen. I mean, Wednesday is the day where you, you know, you start realizing you're running out of time. And Kalani was just like, sure, we, we'll just, we're just going to start rolling tape. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, I, yeah. And I, I think the thing that Kalani realized is that Coastal's in the same situation we are. They, they weren't preparing for us. They were preparing for Liberty and we were preparing for San Diego state. 
So it's it's just we weren't in full all out in San Diego State mode. We were in a like kind of a bye week. But I said, Kalani, you got to get your team ready to play a game this week against somebody. And if we don't get the if we don't get the game, so you're not working on. It kind of goes back to John Wooden, where he didn't prepare for the other teams. He just prepared his team, and that was Kalani's philosophy: was look, if we're going to play anybody on short notice, we have to just believe in what we got. And so our emphasis in practice on Monday and Tuesday was get ready for a game with what you got instead of game planning for what the other team has. And then look, I just said, if we don't get a game, then you've, it was a good exercise in being ready. And then it'll be preparation for San Diego state. No big deal. And those guys just shook shrugged and let's go. Thanks Tom. All right, let's take some questions from Jay Drew and Jake Hatch and Sean Walker and then David James. Yeah, Tom, I'm wondering if there does this game come with any strings attached or is Coastal Carolina going to visit Provo soon or or um, can you give us any idea of what this all entails? Yeah, we obviously don't have uh, any contracts drawn yet, but look, Matt um, at Coastal and I got on the phone. We don't know each other, but this is this can happen. We're ADs. You can do this. We have help from ESPN. There's a we have a lot of people working for us. We get way more attention for something that like this. But we have so many people putting this thing together that we just got together and said, "I look, I don't. We'll get down there somehow. I mean, we're not going to ask for." payment or anything just we, are you willing to come back and play another game in Provo at some time so it's a home and home and he said yes and I said okay we'll work it out we'll work it out later and we'll work it out after the season so that's what it comes down to Jay we're, we'll get a game just like um, our partners um, in the Pac-12 in the Big Ten in the SEC when we got our games canceled we just started working soon thereafter to Make those makeup games. Really no different, just quicker. Tom, I wanted to ask you, there's been a lot of people out there wondering, okay, how quick can these games come together? And obviously this one you said is coming together in just hours. How different has this season been as compared to your previous experience putting schedules together years in advance? Uh, night and day. It's just it's it's that way for everybody. I mean, even if you're in a conference and you got to try to put together a conference schedule with the intricacies of divisions and conference rules, it's, it's just so different for everybody. And I don't, I mean, it's a lot of people say BYU is different, Liberty, our independence, because we have to put that schedule together. I think it's been hard for everybody and it's not even close to what we've do, done in the past. And I hope we never have to do it again, but this is what we got. This is the hand we got dealt this year. And so we're playing it out the best we can. I should probably turn my mic on before I try to ask you questions. Sorry, Tom. Um, <laughs> still trying to learn Zoom, but you touched on ESPN's influence and in kind of making this game happen a couple of times. And, and you basically, in, in your prepared statement earlier this morning, it, it sounded like you said that this game probably maybe wouldn't happen without ESPN. Can you just kind of just describe their influence overall? And, and I guess, would this game have happened without kind of their machinations and their guiding hand? 
Well, it certainly could have happened. But one of the things that made it a little easier is we're not a conference. So we didn't have to check with a lot of people to make it happen. It was just uh, the the Sunbelt and BYU. And so when Sunbelt um, and, and Coastal said yes, then they asked us if we'd do it. I don't really know. I would have to ask Kurt um, if they asked us before they asked Coastal. But I think it, I, I'm almost positive it was the other way around. I think the Sun Belt had a lot to do with um, putting the game together. And credit to them. It, it, like I said, it takes two or more. The thing with ESPN is you want to you don't want to play a game like this and not have it broadcast. And so when ESPN can put it together like that then sure, it makes it a ton easier. Tom, I'm curious as you, uh, you have to put games together on short notice this time of year because so many teams are scheduled. But when you get to the open date that you've referred to on December 19th, there are going to be some ranked teams that aren't playing and maybe would be motivated either to get into a playoff or into a New Year's Six. Can you have conversations with them and I don't know, maybe get a game and give the coaches a week heads up and that kind of stuff, make it a little more normal. Look, David, I, I don't know, maybe. I just think that there's just a lot of uh, attention right now on really trying to make sure that our team's ready to play uh, Carolina, Coastal Carolina. Uh, you know, I got a, I put our coaches and team you know, in a situation, they, we put ourselves in a situation where we, we took the step and now we got to, we got to answer we got to, it's a football game. And so now we got to go play a game. And so really my attention right now is off of the logistics and more to what can I do to help the coaches and players um, with their preparation for the game. And so I'm just on, I'm on call right here. What can I do? And I can't do much. Maybe I worry for them, walk up and down the hall, but I'm not going to think about that this week. All right. A couple more questions from Mitch Harper, Jason Shepard and Pat Kinahan. Yeah, Tom, just how much, you know, with the way that this team has played this year, uh, has that just been a a motivating factor to try to get as many games as possible with the the way that they've been playing, the success that they've had on the field? For sure. Like I said earlier, that's this is where it all starts. Uh, For me, they motivate me to, you know, want to see them play. I, I, I like Cougar Nation just keeps saying, I don't care who we play, just get us more games. We want to see them play. And I just, you just don't, I don't know if I've heard that, but it's usually you don't have that because you're scheduled. You're already scheduled out. You're not, you can't add games. You don't add games, but to hear our Cougar nation say, just let, we just want to see them play, put them on. That's inspiring to me. And so for me, that's where it starts. That's where it stops. Tom, you know, you had mentioned that being able to see this team play, that this that's bottom line, playing anybody is a benefit to this team right now. But specifically to have this type of matchup, two teams in the top 20 in terms of the college football playoff rankings at this time of year, can you just speak a little bit more to the opportunity that's there for this team? Well, it's, a, it's an incredible opportunity. Uh, 
I think that a lot of people have said leading up to Liberty um, Coastal Carolina, whoa, who would have ever thought that Liberty in Coastal Carolina was going to be game day and both teams were going to have such good team. That, that's just, it was great. When that game was lined up, I thought it was awesome. And then we just kind of, we we're, were blessed to step into that game. What can, what can you say? Um, you know, the football gods, Lavelle was shaking things up upstairs. Uh, I don't know what to say. My turn? Yes, go ahead. Uh, yeah, we've seen, Tom, that a number of bowls have stopped, uh, opted out this year. If it's not a New Year's Day 6, do you have any idea if you'd be able to get a game? Yeah, I, I believe we will. I've asked that question, Patrick. Um, just we're always looking. Bowl season is super important. We don't have a game set like we have in years past, but we do have a contract with ESPN. And based on where our record is right now, I, I have been told that we will have a game. What game that is, if, if we are in a, 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 an ESPN game, we'll be in a game. Thank you. All right, let's take a question from Jake Edmonds, Dick Harmon, and Matt Biamonte. Hey, Tom. Um, I know you guys have been looking to fill these last two weeks with games. When the rankings came out two weeks ago, did that maybe increase your urgency at all? Or, you know, you're trying to obviously make your resume look better, but when the rankings come out, does that increase that urgency? Yes, no question about it. You want to be able to put yourself, your team in a position to do the best they can. I mean, we were in a good spot um, being ranked, but you just want to kind of give your kids every chance they got, every chance they can get. So, yeah, that's the question. I mean, earlier in the year, we kind of foresaw that something like this could happen, not knowing really what it would look like, saying that, hey, if we have some – look, the only reason we have open dates is we couldn't find games. Or, you know, we, we found 10 games and that was it. The doors were closed. And then people said, well, man, you have all these games out there. Their question was a question that I had asked myself, what are we going to do? And the answer is now we got a game. It was just fortuitous that just how they, how the puzzles all fell or puzzles all pieced together that it was a, such a good team that we're playing. Tom, you probably answered this already um, and addressed it a little bit, but uh, this COVID thing has just torn up the Pac-12. Uh, Boise State just now back-to-back games have been canceled. Um, could you address what your COVID situation and testing has been? You've been on a real good run. You probably feel very grateful that you've been able to be in position to just play. Yeah, I, I, here's what I'm going to say. I, early on in the season, early on, way before we even started playing, um, we just got our team together, our coaches and all the different coaches from all the different teams and said, look, we're going to deal with this, you know, as we do together as one team. Um, we're not going to judge other people and other conferences. They might play, they might not. They might get it and miss games, and and we're not going to judge. We this, who knows? You just got to take care of your own camp. And I, Dick, I'm I'm super happy with our medical staff and the the incredible work that they've done. I, I'm not and I'm not saying that to say that it's been better. I, it's just we've been fortunate. 
and and some teams have had misfortune and I, I feel bad because every, everyone's trying to play at least most everyone trying to play but it's we're just I think it's just we're blessed that we've been lucky to get into this situation where we played 10 games I mean we still we still are testing you know I always say to um, my friend Brian Santiago my right hand man who's with me all the time I'm like B, it's another day and we're safe. It's another day. We try to get to the next day, not the next game. You got to get to the next day. And as I talk to my friends in the around the country, that's all you can do. And like Ian, like I talked about Ian McCall earlier today. It's, you know, they were doing the same thing. They played 10 games. And right now at the end, it hit them. I, I feel bad. It's, it's just, you just, they're, their heads up. They're, you know, they want to keep playing. They want to keep playing. So that's all we can do. And, and I was just thinking a little earlier, like if you, if the writers are asking about football, get ready for basketball. You know, it, it's, it's already insane. I mean, like coach Pope, we go back to playing this tournament at Mohegan. We're supposed to play winner two games, uh, winners play, losers play and land and land the plane. And Vanderbilt is out with the test. And then the next thing you know, UConn's out and, and Pope finds a game with St. John's and people are like, Oh man, how how that, how do you do that? I don't know. I didn't have anything to do with that. That's how it's going to be. And and everybody's just got to understand that you win some, you lose some. You're going to, you're going to have some games that are going to get played and you're going to have some that are not. And, and just keep your wits and keep pressing forward. That's all we, that's all we can do. Tom, you mentioned you, you sent the equipment truck last night, not knowing for sure if the game was going to happen or not. So now what goes in to travel plans and preparation on making a uh, basically, you know, cross country trip for a game in a couple of days? We, we can do that. We have um, people that deal with logistics. Peter Acera is our um, travel from BYU travel. Uh, they've done everything for us for years and years. They're pros. I haven't thought twice about it. I really haven't. I'm not even going to worry about it for a second. They'll, they'll take care of it. They'll handle it. And I can't control that. I just hope the <laughs> hope that truck gets here on time, but that's how it goes. If not, we'll borrow Liberty's or uh, Coastal's second pairs of pads.